0: All right, now we're live. Yeah, let me play some music.
1: Don't play the music. You already butchered the, the whole intro.
0: Hold on, we got to do this.
2: <laughs> 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 hey, Welcome
0: everybody, Fantasy Empire, Chrissy B, Nando D. We're going to take you into week eleven the classy way.
1: Uh, Chris D how was your week? and Nando D.
0: How was your week? How was your week?
1: <laughs> uh, it was good, Nando. Now that you thought we were live and we weren't, and it's week eleven, and you still can't figure out how to uh, work the site and, and get us live. But I hit the uh, go
0: live button. I don't know why I didn't. I don't know why it didn't go live. Yeah, and struggling then I'm like, really early. Red, the red thing's not there
1: struggling early my friend but here we are week 11 huge week 11 only four weeks left of the fantasy regular season time to go 4-0 and get yourself in the playoff win a regular season title and uh yep that's right that's me why would you, you just say brutal. that why would you
0: have to text me that you could say that on air
1: i did no. brutal brutal no. thinking that we were live and and we weren't but you, you get into it a lot like it's
0: not red you could have said hey it's not mm-hmm.
1: red I could have, but I didn't. I wanted to watch you fail. I do the same you think thing every you're week. So good at it, I know. And you, every week, you think you're so great at it, and you something goes wrong.
0: All right, you know Either what?
1: The, Next yeah. week, Chris Vaccaro is going to do all the back end stuff. Yeah, and all all right. Right. we'll see Nobody what that cares. looks like. Nobody cares like... about that, Nando. They just care about the uh, the fantasy football aspect. You, you just wasted Vaccaro. three
0: minutes talking about it, but instead of football. <laughs>
1: Listen, nice high-scoring Week 10, Nando. Uh, A lot of uh, good games, big-time fantasy performances, a lot of blow-up games, which led to what I saw across all my leagues were a bunch of 170, 180-point type of weeks. So uh, that was nice to see, especially coming off of the week before that, Week 9, and a bunch of low-scoring weeks that we've had to sit through this week, but uh, this year, but uh, not uh, this past week, and hopefully that – Leads on to uh, what we can hopefully get week in and week out going forward. Here we only have four pretty crappy teams on a bye, so that really won't affect us too much fantasy wise uh, going into this week. And uh, and we'll see. We'll see. It should be uh, it should be fun. Some good games in week eleven. What's this
0: this week? I mean, you are Johnny Thanksgiving, as far as I'm concerned. Um, <laughs> is this week kind of like I do oh, love. Now. Yeah, like this, I mean like next week is obviously Thanksgiving like the game is this week kind of like do you feel like the tingles already starting like it's almost like holiday season for you You feel good you had a good week 10 you feel good mm-hmm. about now like this is just like you know it's, it's like you could feel it in the air a little bit for Chris McCarroll, right
1: yeah usually Thanksgiving week when you you know you're sitting down and watching Thanksgiving football you know there's a lot more on the line in your in your leagues and coming down the stretch it's usually two or three weeks left in the fantasy season so yeah you definitely feel it you know it's, uh, it's mid-November, and uh, we're well on our way to uh, trying to get these teams into the playoffs. Uh, so, yeah, it's crunch time. Every week, you know, early in the season, yeah, it's nice to get off to a good start, Nando, and, and have some good weeks and everything. But you don't feel like the pressure in like week three or whatever. Now, week 10, week 11, and on here. Every week is a huge week. If you drop a dud, one of those ninety-point weeks, hundred, it'll sink your whole season. You'll look back yeah. on it and go, "Ah, oh, week eleven was the week that uh, my team died and got eliminated from the playoffs and ran out of contention." And you know, so these are the weeks you really remember. These are the weeks when you want to drop one of those one-eighties to two-hundred-point weeks and shoot up the standings and and get yourself into the playoffs. Uh, you play in the high-stakes league. You've made uh, a very I guess loud point about that every
0: single show. Um, when does it start? Like you, you. This is a big deal for you because the the points and the average points and the weekly scoring is a big deal for you in the playoffs. Whereas, like a normal person, if they drop the ninety point game next week, would be like it's good. I lot. got out of my I got out of my system. You know, I had a couple of buys. It feels good. But you need like that one fifty week because that has that plays into the standings and how much. Like your base when you're going to the playoffs is based on your average weekly scoring, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, listen, at the high stakes level, it's more important to drop a good number. You know, the points are more important than a win or a loss. Right, right. You know, because top three uh, or top four, depending on if it's an NFFC or FFPC um, leagues, only the top three or four get in, in uh, high, in uh, points. So you can, I have a team, Nando, no joke. I have a team that's fourth in points in, one of my big leagues, and I am one and nine. That's one and nine, and I don't care. It doesn't matter. I don't even look who I'm playing against. It doesn't matter to me if I win or lose. I just need to finish in the top four to get into that individual uh, playoff uh, point wise. So Bad that's uh, that's really what you or, mean.
0: Or yeah, of yeah. It's of no. I,
1: I, there's been a lot of weeks where I've dropped, you know, a good 160, 165, and I just happen to be playing the team that dropped a 185, a 180. So points is more important. Obviously, if we're talking to, you know, our listeners that are in home leagues, you drop one of those terrible 80 point weeks. It's just a loss. If you're six and three, and now you're six and four, it doesn't matter if you lost by 80 points or, or one point. Right. But uh you know in a lot of the high stakes leagues points is important and you want to make sure you try and staying above 150 points every week. Uh that's the goal every week in my eyes and uh the last couple of weeks as you've seen you across leagues it's 80 points, 90 points just because of so many injuries, so many bad quarterback performances. A lot of duds in uh you know a lot of dud performances by a lot of players and people starting lineups. So Uh, there's nothing you can do about it. You just want to have those consistent players and there's not too many of them out there. And, uh, as we hit week 11, I think now we know who we could rely on, who we could trust, who we can't trust. And that's who we want to, uh, roll with. There's no more. I I learned this more than ever this year. Nando to end this point is there's no more playing matchups. No, I'm just saying that, that, you know, in years past, I've always tried to like, let me take that wide receiver five off my bench and bring him into my starting lineup this year because he's got a better matchup than my wide receiver two, you know? right? And I've gotten burned by that again early this year. Just play your best, you know, your best lineup every week. Don't say, oh, I look at my bench and and this guy's got a a better matchup and I'm putting him in. It it works out less times than it, than it works out. So that's, uh, you know, that's where, uh, that's what I would say.
2: Right. By the way, I
1: see in the in the in the chat. Uh, shout out to our boy Joey Brown. Uh, I think he's top ten overall in the prime time. Uh, he's having a, a huge year. So shout out to him. There he is. And, oh, and he's got a prime time question this week: Justin Herbert or CJ Stroud in the Joey? I'll say this for this game because I'm <laughs> Nando. I actually have a Justin Herbert or Jared Goff uh, decision that yeah, I think is Justin a very Herbert's close garbage. decision. Yeah, yeah, he's garbage with his 40-point performance last week while you were uh, out on the town not watching football. Joe, uh, if if that game in Green Bay is bad weather, and that's what I'll be keeping my eye on because you're taking a West Coast team over to Green Bay uh, for a 1 o'clock game, and if that's one of those 22-degree type Green Bay Sunday afternoons, and you're taking that warm-weather indoor West Coast team there, you got a hot C.J. Stroud. I might lean Stroud there, as crazy as it seems.
0: You wanted to lead with quarterbacks. Let's answer this quarterback question and then jump into yeah. some
1: of the, the Deshaun Watson stuff and everything you wanted to talk about. Yeah, uh, Kyler or Dobbs, can you imagine? Oh, that's a good you imagine, one. Hey, like- Ryan, that's a good one uh, because Dobbs might be getting Justin Jefferson. That's one of the news topics I wanted to bring up. Justin Jefferson's been running sprints the last uh, – Week in practice and, and feeling no pain. They might activate him and, and and let him loose this week. And Justin Jefferson, after seeing what this team and offense is doing the last couple of weeks with Dobbs, he's got to feel you know rejuvenated to be like, Hey, I thought the season was done when my quarterback went down weeks ago. You know, we have the savior here in Dobbs. So God, but I loved what I saw out of Kyler, and I love his matchup in Houston. Uh, that game is a sneaky shootout. Whoever would have thought, Nando, Arizona versus Houston is a game that I'm going to be keened in on. Uh, that's going to be a fun game between Kyler and Stroud with a yeah. lot of good offensive weapons on both sides of the ball there. So uh, I'll lean Dobbs to answer your question, Ryan, but um, it's close. When I sent you the rundown, I had a Houston question in
0: there, and you made fun of it. So – uh i didn't look yeah how could you say it was bad no nah, i know it was
1: it pretty was pretty good terrible.
0: i thought it was a pretty good question it was it really because okay. spo- what that would have done when you answered it then would have been like let's talk about houston for a second how they're suddenly this interesting team yeah but you don't absolutely. understand like where you know how to get that what was houston? your
1: question then why don't you ask it then if it was so good let's let the people let's let the listeners decide i got a, oh well, why don't you talk about the quarterback news and i'll pull it up i thought well, let because yeah. you said it sucked Uh, The quarterback news as we hit, uh, you know, going live here today, uh, you know, a couple hours before Deshaun Watson out for the season, uh, broken, uh, fractured shoulder, huge hit to uh, that Browns offense that uh, was starting to get uh, rolling. Big win, 33-31 in Baltimore. Uh, What was weird is he came out of the game with a boot on his foot because he hurt his ankle in that game. And yet. Now we find out he's got a fractured shoulder, and he's out for the year. So it's back to uh, Nando's favorite football player, P.J. Walker, uh, for the rest of the season, most likely. And just as I was getting excited for my Elijah Moore shares, and I'm sure Amari Cooper uh, owners were getting excited for him rest of the season with Deshaun Watson, it's back to the P.J. Walker days, so good luck with that. And uh, Justin Fields looks like uh, fantasy managers might be getting their top 10 fantasy quarterback back this week after the thumb injury. And uh, good time to do it. He's coming back in the Dome versus Detroit in a game that I think could be one of those high scoring games. Absolutely love this Lions offense, this Lions team. They're probably my favorite team to watch every Sunday. Um, And uh, that's Justin Fields. So he's uh, he's coming back.
0: You've been fact checked by Joey Brown. What's that? PJ Walker's not starting.
1: Oh my god, Dorian Thompson. Wow. He was.
0: I mean, look, he was a bit of a disaster, but that's the guy's first start, and he's a rookie. You know what I mean? Like, you gotta get cut him some slack.
1: Yeah. Wow. That's pretty. uh, Yeah. Browns. We were excited to start Dorian Thompson.
0: And that's actually been double fact checked. That is
1: crazy. That is how
0: can you show up on a show like this at this level? And <laughs> it just broke.
1: It literally just popped Ball up sweeps. on on. It literally just popped up on our phone. Sorry that I expected the quarterback that was quarterbacking every the whole time Watson was out to to take over. But shout out uh, to
0: Joey Brown.
1: Yeah, oh, that's two That's even out, worse. Yeah. Uh, Nando, I got to tell you, um, I'd be I'd be pissed if I was an Amari Cooper owner. I'd be bailing.
0: Uh, man, I don't know. I mean,
1: look, wide receiver two to a yeah. I know. Here comes Nando to play the play the other side. Go ahead. All I'm
0: saying is, I, I'm sure there's a reason. Like P.J. Walker was he wasn't Jacoby Brissett, right? But I mean, he was good enough. Kept him in the games. He was serviceable. If now you're yeah. at the point where you're the Browns and you're kind of you're in it, like your defense is going to be mad at the entire offense for blowing games, and you're going to mm-hmm. throw Dorian Thompson back in there. I mean, they, they see him in practice every day. There's got to be something they believe in. You know what I mean? Like this. I don't think it's going to be a, like Amari Cooper, like throwing his helmet on the sideline. You
1: know. Yeah. Well. Okay. If you think you're getting Amari Cooper nine for one twenty and two touchdown type games in the future, then uh, you know, good luck predicting that. Well, maybe it's going to be. You know,
0: a, maybe force no them. what this
1: is going to be is a run heavy, even more run heavy team between Ford and Hunt. I mean, that's the only two people I would feel uh, good about going forward. But what about that's it. Joking, that's though? the Browns. That's the Browns situation. That's the Browns story. Joku season. Njoku season. Nice. Uh, Maybe. Could be right. Could be right. Unless he's gonna block for all these running backs now.
0: No. Good luck figuring it out. All right. Uh do you want to talk about anything else until we can get into the stuff that I figured we could talk about?
1: It was well thought out. Yeah, I'd love to. I'd I'd love to hear your beautiful rundown. Week two of Nando doing the rundown. I hope you all are happy. Would you rather? Would you rather
0: get tickets on the 50 yard line to a figurative Texans Dolphins game and you get free steak for the duration of the game or would you this rather spend so one night dumb. this, this is-, is what you wanted to lead with Oh you told me to do it I didn't want this is like the fifth thing on here I what I really want to know is Gus Edwards and Keaton Mitchell right like it seems like they can coexist to a degree yeah. they're going to take chunks of yardage is that mm-hmm. going to neg- like if you're a Lamar Jackson owner uh GM are you sitting there like Gus Edwards is going to get his. Like, right. Like, Gus Edwards, every year we, we fail to learn this lesson that the Ravens love Gus Edwards. And if there's even the slightest opening, they're going to let Gus Edwards kick down that door and get volume. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And now we got Keaton Mitchell who can get like four touches at 112 yards.
1: <laughs> yeah. Right. Listen, it's going so to mean, be tough that, though.
0: Does that it, I mean like when we talk a lot about like, like, say, Deontay Former, if Justin Fields is back, Fields is going to take some of those rushing yards away. Right. Mm-hmm. Is, is this going to be the opposite in Baltimore where these two running backs are going to take away the rushing yards from Lamar Jackson?
1: No, no, I don't, I they don't need think him to so. run. Yeah. I, I, I'm sure they want to protect it. I think the days of watching Lamar run, you know, 12 to 15 times in a game are over just because of the added, uh, what Keaton Mitchell brings to this offense. Now they could give him those extra, you know, three to five carries, but In terms of just the backfield, Nando, yeah, you know, Gus Edwards played 52% of the snaps this past week. The week before, it was a lot less. Um, Keaton Mitchell only played 24% of the snaps this week. And Harbaugh, after the game, said he really didn't have a reason why Keaton Mitchell didn't play more and that he should have. And that in the future, going forward, he will, you know, be more in the mix. That's what we want to hear is Keaton Mitchell owners, Right. Uh, At least coach speak, he's given him a a vote of confidence there. I think the odd man out going forward is Justice Hill. He only played – he played 25 percent, but he played 25 percent of the snaps again. He actually got a touchdown pulled back or else his day would have been, uh, you know, a little more useful. Uh, Just based on talent alone, I think it becomes a two-man backfield starting tomorrow, uh, you know, in this great game on a Thursday night. Cincinnati and Baltimore finally – after we've gotten so many stinkers on Thursday nights lately. But um, this is a good opportunity for Mitchell and, and Gus Edwards to maybe be in like one of those 60, 40 time splits. I see Justice Hill fading uh, to oblivion uh, in this backfield. That's what we want to see. Gus Edwards should probably wind up being the guy that plays in the red zone more, Keaton Mitchell inside the 20s. And, uh, and hopefully that's what it turns out to be, you know, because – As a Keaton Mitchell owner, I did start him in in the spots that I had him last week and got lucky on the long touchdown run. The thing, if you didn't watch Keaton Mitchell last week, Keaton Mitchell dropped a long touchdown pass as well. Yeah. And that would have been huge. That would have probably put him over the 20-point mark, uh, you know, fantasy-wise. And his game and his day would have looked a lot bigger. So he needs to come down with those. If he comes down with those, who knows? Maybe he's off and running with the total backfield. Uh, catch wise. But I don't think Gus Edwards, Gus Edwards hasn't done anything these last, you know, month and a half with yeah, the job. He only averages so,
0: six yards a carry. I mean, he sucks. Yeah.
1: Right? I mean, and he scores every single week. And the only person that is really, you know, taking the big hit is us Lamar Jackson owners, because every time they get within the five, those, you know, direct runs for Lamar Jackson that used to get us in the end zone in years past are going to Gus Edwards and it's right. frustrating because Lamar Jackson has bombed out three weeks in a row with less than 20 fantasy points. So hopefully that turns around as well. I think this is the perfect game for Lamar Jackson uh, tomorrow night to put up some pretty good numbers versus this Cincinnati uh, defense that just played a shootout with the Texans. So I don't know. That's uh that's the way I see it Nando. I think you got to look at Gus Edwards as a, you know, a, a low end RB two. And a Keaton Mitchell as a high-end flex. All right. Okay. With the with with the caveat that in future weeks we're hopefully looking at Keaton Mitchell as a top fifteen back. But I mean, Keaton Mitchell. The downside with him is four for nineteen and no touch. Oh, uh, that's right? why. That's oh, why I'm saying. Yeah. Yes. yeah. So if I didn't just say what I meant. to No, say, you said a
0: high-end flex. I'm, I'm just
1: saying like. No, you, no, you know. you're right, Nando. But what I wanted to say is, you know. Right now, it's tough to even as as excited as we are as a fantasy community. We have Keaton Mitchell, and we spoke about him obviously at length last week. And the whole yeah. fantasy community. I brought all, him up you like know, week about, two, and
0: you, ignored yeah, him.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he didn't play for the next three weeks. So well, you would have had my you. bench, though. You're right, but you can't you can't really play him right now unless you're hoping to get. You know the the big explosion runs like last week out of his limited carries. So yeah. you could wind up with a three in your lineup. That's you know that's the risk that you take playing Keaton Mitchell.
0: I want to talk to you about Minnesota for a minute. Uh, Ty Chandler was the number one added player in CBS leagues last night by a lot. It was the top two. Yeah, I know you don't want to talk about the second one, but it was no. Ty Chandler and then the Washington defense. But Ty Chandler, I think, is interesting
1: because <laughs> that was that was the second most added player or was Washington's defense.
0: That's why I was tra- That's why I was like, you were like everyone listening doesn't understand like the the, no. the anger that comes out <laughs> of these text messages when you bring up what I think is a pretty smart topic. Yeah. But Chris doesn't want to talk about the commander's DST. Okay. Let's talk about Jamar Chase. No. Anyway,
1: I, I want to talk about whoever you want to talk about now. No. Well, McCry- Ty Chandler definitely is definitely Ty Chandler is definitely um going to be the lead back. Uh, well, let me back up here. Uh, he's definitely going to be the, the most added player is what I'm trying to say this week uh, in, in fab. Uh, people see him as uh, he got 15 carries last week. He's in an explosive offense, an offense that everybody wants to get a piece of. You know, it's just like the Texans offense or one of these red hot offenses, a Lions yeah. offense uh and here's my thing with ty chandler nando it's one of these you know flavor of the week type ads and i'm not saying he's a bad ad nando i'm just saying there's holes where this could blow up just like the Demarcado ad just like the zach evans ad um this could blow up just because madison could show up on the practice field on friday clear concussion and all everybody that was in need of a running back this week that said all right you know, he's the big ad of the week. I need a running back. Let me drop this money that I have. Still, there's only three or four weeks left. Let me go get Ty Chandler. And then it blows up on them when he's, you know, back to, you know, just a committee. Maybe, maybe he, he did he earn did, me, himself. He's not going to take over for Alexander Madison. If see, that's Alexander what I Madison think. Is fully. Do you think Madison's going to be? relegated when he's fully healthy to be in the backup to ty chandler all of a sudden
0: i mean they went and traded for cam Akers and started cam Akers over him and ty chandler's playing better than alexander madison in this offense to me madison's falling into like the tony pollard on thing, what or maybe uh, on like what him.
1: two on what two quarters of of uh, yeah, work? Two, yeah exactly yeah two quarters uh, of work and i mean they're they're not gonna go and they're not gonna go and all of a sudden just say okay um you know, uh, he's what do you call it? Uh, he's he's now our starter. And let's just forget yeah. about the first 10 yeah, weeks of not? Alexander not, Madison.
0: Yeah, Madison I, not being great.
1: Madison, I mean, they, the, better. the coaching staff. Yes, true. The coaching staff gave Madison a full bill of confidence, uh, you know, for 10 weeks now. And then when they made the Cam Akers Cam Akers and then starting Cam Akers or giving Cam Akers more volume? Why do you say that? When did they start Cam Akers, Nando? They brought Cam Cam they brought Cam Akers over. And what's the first thing they said? And then continue to say week after week while Cam Akers was on the team. Alexander Madison is our lead back. He's our starter. Cam Akers will will work in. They brought him in to to be the backup. Did Cam Akers work in, or did Cam Akers have Better numbers. Yeah, he was he was cutting into he was cutting in and he and he had some uh, and he had better. Like we numbers. care who gets the first carry of the game. That's the starter. Listen, Madison was well on his way to being the starter again, but Cam Akers had 22 carries for 29 yards, but he still had 22 carries <laughs> the last week. We're oh, it now. number number wise, Cam Akers was killing it. Listen, yeah, they're, they're all they're all shitty running backs. Okay, oh, hey, oh but, family show, hey, oh hey, oh. Uh, they were all shitty running backs, but listen, people are going to go in tonight and, and go get Ty Chandler, just like they did last night in, in Yahoo. Leagues. Senior football knows what I'm talking about, man. Yeah, I'm not just looking they, for an excuse I'm not, not saying that Cam, I'm not saying that Cam Akers wasn't cutting more into Madison's role. He was, you I'm just saying are. Madison yeah. was still the starter.
0: You get That's, the first carry of the game and you're the starter, right? Okay. okay. Alexander Madison. This is one
1: of your topics where you're going to beat to death, right?
0: No, no. I I mean, you know, I see
1: somebody in the the chat talking about Rico Dowdell, Rico, Rico Dowdell, and that's the guy I love. Yeah, I I always call him Dowdell. Uh, I went to school with a kid, Dowdell, I guess. So maybe that's why I say Dowdell. I love what I see out of him. I, I love what I see out of him. And I would, I'd have him right there at the top of my priority list if not on, I, I have Rico on uh, a couple of my benches. I'm excited. I, I got a feeling Nando, that this backfield becomes another one of these 50, 50 type splits after what Rico did this past week, again, outplaying Tony Pollard, Tony Pollard just isn't happening, man. And, and I know I said last week that, and and the focus of the show is throwing in the towel on certain players. Last week, in my opinion, was Tony Pollard's last hurrah. Like yeah. if you can't get it done and blow up, uh, you know, this versus the Giants at 17 point favorites at home. If you can't give me one of those 18 carries for 120 and a touchdown type games, you know, I don't know. The, the sad part is they come in this week, they're 11 point favorites on the road versus Carolina. And this is another week where people are like, all right, I'll give Pollard one more chance because if you're a Tony Pollard owner and you've gotten burned almost for, 10 weeks now how do you drop him to the bench now how do you not play him versus carolina well i mean it's, i guess it's kind of like the Bijan robinson thing right like you're benching 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 all of a sudden
0: last week arthur smith's like hey let's take let's see what happens if we it's give this the, guy 20 It's touches. the toughest
1: part yeah it's the toughest part of um you know playing fantasy nando is you know you drafted these guys high when do you throw in the towel and and sit them down on the bench if you don't have like better options and that's tough to do because you know You really have to have a great draft to have better options on your team that blew up than your first, second, or third round draft pick, especially at running back, Nando. If you're a Tony Pollard owner, you're kind of in a position week in and week out where you just got to put him in your lineup and hope that it's the breakout week or at least that he gives you something that doesn't sink you, but five fantasy points, again, in a dream matchup versus the Giants sinks you, you know? So here we are again going into week 11 versus Carolina and I, I have Tony Powell. I am going to play him again, uh, you know, but it's tough. It's tough. If I had better options on some of those teams, I might have to think about it. But is, uh, Rico de, Rico is playable uh, this week, no doubt about it, whether as a, a low-end RB2 or a flex play. I know I have one league where I have uh, Bijan Robinson and Ramondre Stevenson as my top two backs, and they're both on a bye. As well as, listen, Jonathan Taylor is on a bye this week and Alvin Kamara is on a bye this week. So this is kind of the bye week where even though they're they're crappy teams that are on a bye week, it's, you know, four teams that have top 15 running backs, all of them. And so you're taking four big time running backs off out of our fantasy world this week. You got to have to find a Rico Dowdell. To, to play or Gus Edwards God. or Keaton Mitchell. I can't wait to see how you spell his name in your column tonight. I'm going to spell it seven different ways and yeah. make sure I, I keep doing that. over. Oh, and over we
0: never did a commercial. Hold on. Stay tuned. Psh. We'll be right back after this sound effect and then a commercial and then another sound effect.
2: This episode is brought to you by Rival Fantasy, Rival Fantasy, the coolest fantasy platform not enough people know about, but they will once I'm done, baby, because they're always innovating. They just rolled out seasonal leagues. We set them up for patrons, for our listeners, and they funded over $1,000 in payouts. That's what Rival's all about. They're always innovating. They already had the fantasy book where you can take overs and unders, stack them up, multiply your payout, but then they added challenges so you can set your own lines and put them out there for the community and then you can browse the community's lines and say hey this guy's crazy I'm going to take the other side it's cool and they have fantasy bingo Rival Fantasy reminded me how much fun I can have with fantasy football and use that promo code player the promo code is player they give you a $100 instant deposit match plus $25 plus a free play that promo code is player for up to $125 in deposit bonus and a free play you can't beat it.
0: There's a lot going on here. A lot Why of buttons that? I gotta hit.
1: Yeah. yeah. Good for you. Man. You'll figure it out, buddy.
0: No, I mean it's it's just I gotta just place them a little better. So like go blip 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 blip. Nice. I got a live question from a coworker, but he's still typing it. So we'll get to that in a second, Christoph.
1: Sounds good. Does that sound good to you? All right, what do you want to yeah, talk buddy. about? Whatever you want to talk about. What's your next topic, though? You so... said you
0: were going to write the rundown. You know, so I got I, threw I got, got burned I this. Threw it away.
1: I got burned by uh, that TJ Hawkinson news uh, early Sunday morning that he was going to play limited snaps with that yeah, injury. That, that never. That, how many times having... have you
0: gotten burned by limited snaps? Like
1: uh, so burned. Oh was Nando, it? I I just what was it? Was the Cowboys? Nando, I don't. Cowboys? I don't have two. No, I, I don't remember. No, I was like situation. one week. Schefter's like, like Make these two... up in your head. No, it
0: was like week fourteen, week thirteen. It was like, it was either like first week <sighs> of the playoffs or right before the playoffs, and I think there were two Cowboys receivers who were both hurt at the same time, and Schefter had yeah. tweeted like, "Oh, I'll expect them to be severely limited," and then they went off and had like 120 yards each. How do you not remember that? You remember everything. Uh...
1: Yeah, I don't know. You're talking about, what, last year, obviously? No, no,
0: no, this is like seven years ago. This is like a long time. Oh, ago. yeah, yeah. Like, How do you was not like remember seven years famous. ago? when ah, because it was famous.
1: You're ridiculous. It was like anyway, it was like
0: the, I screwed all of you with this. I remember when, when Adam Schefter
1: did that. I remember when when that happened with Jimmy Graham, if that somehow, it was like 20, to, 20 minutes before 1 o'clock, and Jimmy Graham, I remember there was the uh, report. That oh he's he got hurt in warmups he might not play or limited snaps or something like that and yeah. I remember pulling him from my lineup and Jimmy Graham at the time was like you know one of the best players and he still scored and had like a twenty something point fantasy day and I'll never forget that so that was one of them but now nah, though hey, these you're beat the reporters show
0: by until I figure out this answer
1: these beat reporters I mean it just keeps blowing up in their faces and and fantasy players. Because I was getting bombarded with text on Sunday morning. As soon as that Hawkinson report came through with the, uh, you know, limited, you know, limited snaps today. When you hear limited snaps, the first thing in your head goes, all right, he's going to sit on the sideline most of the day. And and in the red zone, he's going to come in for a couple plays. And and that's that. So you start panicking. And, you know, unfortunately for me, I had on my two TJ Hawkinson teams, I had, uh, you know, Dalton Kincaid. And Dalton Schultz as my backups on each. And I pulled TJ Hawkinson just because I was like, "Ah, you know what? I have good options. I have two other tight ends that, you know, Kincaid's a top five tight end. Schultz now is like a top eight. I said, I have good, healthy receiver uh, tight ends that I can play. And I go and miss TJ Hawkinson's huge blow up 33 point fantasy performance. So, you know, that really kicked me in the you-know-where on uh, this past week. And, of course, it always works out that way. It's not like he just comes out. It it, it always works out that way. It's not like, oh, Hawkinson comes out and he has, like, a four catch for 40 Mm -hmm. yards and you're like, all right, whatever. It's the game that you completely blow up. So, uh, you know, that was definitely one of them. The other thing, the the Christian McCaffrey uh, was a complete joke absolute joke uh them trying to get him that touchdown down the stretch uh it it was ridiculous you know they could have wound up hurting him the game's a complete blowout all the starters are on the sideline and the coach is trying to feed christian mccaffrey uh, a touchdown to keep his streak alive you know i'm sure fantasy owners appreciated it but if he gets hurt in that situation they wouldn't have been loving it that's for sure
0: here's a Here's a question from Joanna that I wanted yeah. to bring up that you laughed at me about. Last okay. week, we talked about uh, your guy, Michael Carter, when you laughed off Dalvin Cook. Yeah. Who should I drop Let's for about it. Israel? Yep. Ab- oh, go ahead, then.
1: No, go ahead. You're not even looking at the screen. What are you doing? Are you texting me something else now? Oh, my God. Go ahead. Mind your business. I got things going on. So the Jets. Uh, Who should I drop for Izzy Abadakanda? Yeah. Uh, should I drop Justice Hill, demarcado Pierre Strong, or Jordan Mason. Joanna. Say good none question. of the above if you don't uh, like. Uh you can you can literally say choice D, all of the above. Um, I would drop out of out of those four, I would drop demarcado I think he's done. I think that was uh over and done with. But I, I would drop all of these guys. Uh, you know, Jordan Mason, I'd hold on to just because if Christian McCaffrey goes down down the stretch. I think him and Elijah Mitchell form like a nice little committee, so you don't want to lose that. But everybody else is, is droppable. There, the thing you laughed at, at uh, you actually sent me a text last night, laughing at me because in this show last week, I recommended picking up and stashing Michael Carter. So you were like, "Oh, nice recommendation with Michael." Carter.
0: I would never. I would never no, that, privately mock you for a bad call you made.
1: You did, and the funny thing is, uh, the joke's on you because. <laughs> Michael Carter getting dropped, uh, getting uh, released yesterday was actually the best news you could get for if you stashed Michael Carter as your RB7 on the back end of the bench. Michael Carter is going to get signed and picked up in the next 24 hours uh, by a team and probably be on the field or close to being on the uh, or will be in someone's backfield by next week and probably in a better situation, hopefully, in one of these teams that needs a nice backup running back, okay, maybe your Minnesota Vikings, Nando, who knows? Hey. So um, that would be a dream because Michael Carter is a good running back. This really surprised me; it made absolutely no sense. But uh, Robert Sala today, uh, right before the show, said that he felt it was unfair. <laughs> To keep Michael Carter around, and that he should give, he wants to see what Izzy of Anaconda can do. So he will be dressed. He will be. I won't be shocked if he takes over for Dalvin Cook, and he's the second running back getting touches. So Izzy definitely is a a, a add tonight. Uh, I wouldn't break the bank for him at all because Brees Hall is going to be the the lead back and will continue to be get the majority of touches. But Izzy Abanaconda could be the RB2 on this team going forward and is, is, as we've seen across the NFL landscape, might be one hit away uh, or Brees Hall hamstring injury away from Izzy being the lead back down the stretch for the Jets. You've seen it. You've seen crazier things happen. It happens all the time. And he's one of those guys to stash. And if you had Michael Carter last week as a $1 stash, you're not dropping him tonight. It was good news that he got released, not bad news.
0: You so. are such a Jets fanboy that you, yeah. you're so blinded yeah. by Michael Carter. Uh, well, you know what? I can't say that because Michael Carter to me is like, like before Brees Hall, everyone's like, oh, Michael Carter's amazing. He's amazing!" And then like Brees Hall shows up and he's like, he sucks. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I've defended him a lot just like by the virtue of fantasy players having short memories. Okay. And just like li- just like liking the new fresh thing. Okay, here's the question mm-hmm. from my coworker. If you're ready, okay. He's got to drop one of these running backs. Well, he doesn't have to. He's got to bench one of these four running backs. He's got. It's a standard league, so I know that you just pooped your pants. Yeah, uh, Etn, Rashard White, Ty Chandler, and Jalen Warren.
1: Who do you bench in that group? Do you bench Rashad White? So I, uh, in a it actually timeout in a standard league, yeah, yeah, you bench Rashad White. Yes, Rashad White still doesn't get it down on the. Yeah, but he, I mean, he's getting it done receiving wise. But who the hell plays standard anymore? I don't you know, know, man. Like, so why come do, you, on, how man. do you mock people who don't we, play high stakes uh, standard? Uh, what does high stakes have to do with standard? Because PPR standard you, you is got like such a PPR Because it's like playing. At least tell me it's a half point PPR league. At least half point. I don't make fun of anybody. But standard, oh, it's so boring. It's so like 1992 fantasy football. But uh, I feel like Rashad, White, standard, Rashad White's might... coming on, uh, yeah. and and he's and he's getting it done receiving-wise. I think he had like 20 carries for 51 yards rushing. Uh, so the yards isn't going to be there. But he's getting in the end zone, so I can't say to sit him. So uh, I'm still going to say Ty Chandler out of those guys. Uh, that Pittsburgh backfield is a true another oh. 50-50 split. They're yeah. both playable, though. They're both playable. But let's touch on that Steelers offense for a minute, Nando, because it's a disgrace. Kenny Pickett's not an NFL starting quarterback. (laughs) quarterback. Uh, He needs to sit. He completely – I don't know what they're doing in Pittsburgh here, but Deontay Johnson and – you know, Deontay Johnson got four targets this past week, one catch. That was one of the biggest surprises. But I think we're in for it going forward. I think we're in trouble here as owners of George Pickens. Well, Kenny Pickett, because the Steelers know, listen, we got to hide this quarterback, okay? He threw for 126 yards versus a Packers defense that was missing Jair Alexander and is bad, okay? And that's pathetic. So uh, Deontay Johnson and George Pickens' owners got to be shaking in their boots going forward. This is going to be a run-heavy team. Jalen Warren and Najee Harris are going to continue to see probably 15 carries each. And they're both, you know, high-end RB2s, in in my opinion. Uh, High-end RB2 puts them at, like... Top eight. I'd say top 18. through... Okay. All right. Top 18. Like, right in that range. 15 to 18.
0: Najee Harris. Been a bit of a
1: disappointment, right? Uh, Najee Harris. Not not lately. No. No. Najee Harris. Najee Harris. Everybody wanted to write him off, um, you know, for uh september and most of october and these last two or three weeks they uh Inaji harris has looked a lot better and he's gotten back into people starting lineups as an rb2 so here we got a uh, we got a yeah
0: this question's showing up in light blue
1: yes so and answer. A star on it yeah say
0: word two dollars
1: would you start chandler over pollard this week Ooh, uh, say word. Um, I I don't have the you know what to start Ty Chandler over Tony Pollard. Sorry. This is the second time I, I you don't. haven't said balls,
0: and you but you've sworn
1: several. Well, times. Well, you, you you know we might have you might have kids listening. You know we're a family sh- we're a family friendly show. But say word. I don't have the balls to uh, start Tony Pollard over Chandler this week. No, man. That's I mean.
0: So you've hated Chandler all show. And now all of a sudden...
1: Listen, that Denver defense is uh, playing a lot better. And, and it's funny because, you know, I've been looking at the schedule for a couple of weeks and going, when are they going to flex this Vikings-Broncos Sunday night game out? Because it was looking like a disaster from two, uh, a couple of weeks ago. And now Minnesota and Denver are like two of the hottest teams. And the game stood up. And it's not a bad Sunday night game for, uh, you know, for our national audience. So uh, it's still Tony Pollard over... Um, uh Ty Chandler for me, sorry. Oh.
0: Um yeah. that twelve o'clock meeting that I got pulled into got canceled. So we can start oh. the show at
1: eleven thirty now if you'd like. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. You can't we cancel think, this stuff do, 17 minutes. We do uh, things to accommodate we do things to accommodate you every week, Nando. So I mean, why Well, stop we do now? a lot to
0: accommodate you too.
1: Nah, I don't know about that. Every week, can we move the show? Can we do a Tuesday? Can we switch the day? Can we switch the app? You're a drama queen. You're, you're high maintenance. And I adjust because I'm That's the true. working man's man. I am. And thank you. I think everyone, we've got a lot of comments in
0: here that are also blue saying, thank you for wearing uh, a shirt that covers up your V-neck today. Which I guess, no I don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> hey, can we talk about... Um, uh, this defense thing real. I know you don't want to talk about it. I just, I just want to get ahead real quick. What do you want to talk about? So the second most added element in CBS leagues was uh, the commander's DST. And you know me, I I watched the all 22 and I was sending you pictures from it and you, <laughs> you, you were, you are knocking me for it, but I, so, seriously though, but I wanted to mm-hmm. see like, I don't, I don't know why I'm Not obsessed though, with it. this now because every why? smug person in my league picked up the, like, it's like, it's sure. not just like the good yeah. players casually picked up the commanders. It's the, okay. It's the, it's like this. the, why shooter, is this hard like, for
1: you? Why is this a difficult thing to, for you to understand there? Cause the commanders defense, every good. defense, it's not you're good. right. You're right. The defense, the Washington defense sucks. Okay? They, they have well, scored the what?
0: fewest points in the last three weeks since the trade deadline, the fewest fantasy points score. Yeah.
1: yeah. Okay. But everyone's going to pick up Washington's D and stream them this week because you know what there's I don't not think tommy that many great... the guy you want to stream against okay that's your know. first one that's your first one i think you said one stupid thing earlier so that's your second one uh <laughs> i'm telling so, you man
0: Did okay you, no uh, you know
1: you nobody you don't want to stream against tommy devito oh my god i, well, uh, I don't think yeah. it's a
0: slam dunk that you think of. if you had a middle of the road defense fine right like but like the commanders traded away their two best That wasn't the
1: players. point. What you just said is I don't think Tommy DeVito is who you want to stream against. No, Nando, that's exactly why Washington's the second biggest picked up defense uh uh added player this week is because they, and people don't care about how bad the Washington defense actually is, they should. which they are. They, should. they just care about picking on Tommy DeVito and knowing that they're going to get five or six sacks. I don't and think Tommy gonna do- DeVito's probably going to throw uh, an interception or two. So, it's and, and the game is on the road. So, that's it, Nando. There's nothing else to look nah. into. I uh, don't, don't go galaxy braining this. It's as simple as that. It's a bad defense. I'm not in galaxy fantasy, braining. You are. It's no, it's every it's defense that plays against the Giants going forward is going to be the defense of the week. You're going to see to start pretty much. So, I don't know, man. I mean, think they they
0: they're not touching Matt Barkley,
1: right? I, I don't yeah. think like
0: if you're Brian Dayball, yeah, I'm cool with tanking. Like, people just want to take my job away, right? Like, no big deal.
1: Oh, I love it. My Giants are now second uh, you know, s- drafting uh second overall right now, and they will be first overall by the time uh, the season ends, I believe. So, Dude. I'm excited for it. bring on giants Drake May or nine. Drake May or Caleb Williams. Love it. The Giants are plus 9 right now. Oh, you should you should uh you should I'm going to tease, tease the, the Lions. Yeah, you ready for this? Or whatever you do. <laughs> Alternate spread.
0: Alternate spread.
1: Yeah. Wait. Giants
0: Wait. Let's do Giants minus two, see what that – that gets you plus 370. Giants. So what's the point? Like, what's plus 374 is pointless?
1: Uh, I mean, you just want like a million dollars for taking an underdog. But listen, uh, this I, week – I'm telling you, man. is This week is three-game teaser heaven. Let me – now, the, let me teach you a little bit about gambling. I know, okay? what, a teaser, this I know week what a teaser is. I know what a teaser is. Thank you. This week you? is three-team teaser heaven, Okay. You're getting 10 points on your three game teaser. Take the Lions, the 49ers, the Dolphins, all down to under three points and enjoy your Sunday. Okay. And and what's funny about that is I'm sorry, throwing Dallas, throwing Dallas instead of Miami. That's on, wait, my Lions? favorite three teams Lions, Dallas, and San Fran. Okay. So you're taking the Lions down to a pick you're taking the Niners down to one, and you're taking Dallas down to one. The Lions, Cowboys, and Niners—three of the best teams in the NFL—okay, versus three of the worst teams, and you—and it's a three-game teaser. And the crazy thing about this week is, you also have Washington, and you have um, uh, Miami. Also, that's Washington's a ten-point favorite. Miami is a twelve-point favorite. So you could take any of those five teams. Whoever you love you, the best out of those three—you uh, know, three out of those five—and three-game tease them down so um it you know i don't like to do teasers they're sucker bets but every oh, now yeah. and then we get a week like this where the spreads are, are huge okay and senior football's um, got a point senior all favorite teams yeah easy yeah bets. i mean
0: come on nice why don't you bet. give us something hard man like giants money line
1: listen nothing's easy in gambling but sometimes you want to you know sometimes you you want a nice bet so yeah, i think people are
0: paying us two dollars
1: yeah yeah, answer the question. What's hang- the question? I
0: don't think it's a question. I think he just gave us two bucks.
1: Oh well, thank you.
0: Oh, uh, let me see. You let me must, see if you did anything. You don't split. have to do. Please don't feel like yeah, you have to give us money. Like uh, Chris owns a bar; he's good.
1: Nando's totally going to take the money himself. He or charges twelve. dollars You know
0: what? you should do. We should. We should. Uh, yeah. Why don't we give this money that we make here to like Fantasy Cares? Me and you will go on the shopping spree for Scott Fish.
1: Yeah, that's what we'll do. Anybody that contributes uh, or uh, donates money, that we'll put it off to the side and we'll buy something. Sounds good. Great idea. Yeah, and we'll match it. Yeah, there he is. I, if, yes, he had a question. Justin Herbert is a sell high. If Theo, we'll match it personally. Justin Herbert is a sell high if you have a second quarterback with the schedule getting tougher again. Especially, Let's talk about this Chargers offense. Top ten. Yeah, so let's talk about this Chargers offense. Right now probably is the time to sell Justin Herbert. For um, CJ Stroud? I don't. I don't think anybody's. I don't know if anybody will do that, but that's definitely in consideration. I would probably take CJ Stroud. I'll tell you why. Justin Herbert. He's just. You know, he's got Keenan Allen. Let me tell you this: if Keenan Allen's shoulder injury was something more worse, when he left and went to the locker room, all Justin Herbert owners took a collective sigh of, uh, you know, collective breath. And we're like, OK, my season's over because without Keenan Allen in that offense, Justin Herbert's not a top 12 quarterback fantasy wise weekend and week out. OK, and right now there's going to be I know last week we talked about Gerald Everett and, I, and how I love Gerald Everett um, for this offense. And he got hurt in this game. And I don't know, uh, you know, what his status is going to be this week and going forward. It's just always something with Gerald Everett. But. We talk about people uh, to pick up on the waiver wire tonight. Jalen Guyton is somebody to keep your eye on. Okay. He, he caught four balls for 41 yards and a touchdown. He could wind up establishing himself as the wide receiver too in this offense until Josh Palmer comes back and he got six targets and he made the most of it. Uh, he's been on IR pretty much all season long and just came off of it last week. So Jalen Guyton is a sneaky ad for um all, all of our listeners here. Herbert needs some help in this offense. It just can't all be Keenan Allen and Austin Eckler out of the backfield. He's gonna need somebody to step up here. So uh look for Jalen Guyton. If he does it again this week, he's he could see himself in flex position going wide, going uh going forward. Just got a note in Slack.
0: Yeah. About uh DTR going in for the Browns about his best connection okay what what is that I don't know if I'm actually allowed to say this because oh yeah I think it is Cedric Tillman
1: um okay how about that yeah I mean listen it's uh Cedric Tillman's uh found himself now in in the wide receiver three role there but if you want to trust Cedric Tillman going forward and he's probably the fourth option fourth option after Njoku. um Cedric Tillman's going to be that type of wide receiver, Nando, that is just like a one catch for 50, like a Jalen Hyatt on the Giants. He's not going to get heavily targeted. It's just going to be boom or bust. You got to hope. So, you know, he's a best ball dream. So there you go. Answer Max again. He paid $2 for charity. Purdy's my other quarterback that is a safer. Yeah, I like Purdy going forward, man, especially this week at home versus Tampa. Listen, Purdy came back, and uh, while we're on the, the, the topic, Nando, I put in a bet uh, after Sunday uh, to Niners to win the Super Bowl. To me, Niners are the best team in football. They're going to win the Super Bowl this year. Uh, everybody's been a little cautious because of Purdy, but this Niners defense is the best defense in football now that they got these acquisitions and uh, all their weapons are healthy. It's just Brock Purdy uh, is going to take them a- as far as he can. And I think Purdy showed on the road, dropping 295, three touchdowns, look good. They have McCaffrey in the backfield to rely on. But Purdy, Purdy's a reliable, drive-the-bus type of fantasy quarterback. Each week, he'll be 250-2. He won't and burn you. And he'll have those weeks where, like last week, he drops 30 fantasy points. So, yeah, Purdy's definitely another option. We're getting some good fantasy quarterbacks back uh, with Purdy playing better now. And Justin Fields getting healthy. And coming back, Kyler Murray back in the mix. Um, you know, we're getting some, you know, we're getting a nice little shot of, of adrenaline in, in, into our quarterback position. Yeah, there's
0: another five bucks from Max. I'm glad we are donated. Yeah.
1: Thanks. Everybody contributes. Thanks, Max. Uh, nice. Thank you, Max. Yeah. Thank you. Um, we'll all go to buying uh, kids, um, you know, a gift for uh, the holidays. Uh, join or on, on the bars. and or, or we can, or, 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 Nando probably will take all this money and put it towards his pie. Uh, you know, his no, pie pie, no, today school. was the deadline to order pies. So, today uh, was the, the deadline
0: record setting pie sale, my friend. Yeah,
1: you would have to show me. No-
0: okay, I could just
1: <laughs> numbers. I would love to
0: actually, second. yeah, Joanna.
1: No, the bar is in uh, uh in From Tribeca. <laughs> Yeah. It's good. Yeah. It's a good bar. How great was that Lions charge speaking of the Chargers? How great was that Lions Chargers game? And well, was, let's you talk, know, you know, last well, week you, we you also talked You talk about all this stuff the stuff in the past Lions that helps nobody. Okay, what do you want to talk about? You are no, just no, sitting there just not talking about it. anything. Bring Cause up cause your where's your topics, Nando. You know what's going to happen? Bring them up. You're going to you're going to do that thing in a you couple days. You have 3 topics. That's You're like I listened back to the show and uh I talked a lot. I'm sorry about that. I really hogged the show. just going to say I'm just gonna say, Nando, you—you you weren't bringing up topics and players. Let's go. I can't if you don't just take a breath. Dying. I can't. I'm trying to. I'm trying to throw some things up on the
0: board, some questions. I'm letting you plug your bar, and you see that as an opportunity to jump into a game from two weeks ago that nobody cares about, that has no relevance in week 11. Let's talk about the Chargers again. <laughs> Imagine if Jamar Chase got traded to the Chargers. Your head would explode every week. This would be a four-hour show. Just about the, every three. single remember that play Jamar Chase made in the third quarter for the Chargers? That was hey, a genius. 12, I was talking about the
1: Lions. I was talking about the Lions, not the Chargers just now. And the backfield split between Jameer Gibbs and uh, and David Montgomery. I you think we should talk, talk about, about that. Split. Isn't that useful? Jameer
0: Gibbs. Well, just, I just want to put a bow on this Washington DST real quick. And I'll leave this up from Tyler <sighs> oh so we remember God. to talk about this.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Well, 11 points. Let's put the line at 11 points for the DST. I'll say under. I'll tease it down to 8. What would you like to would you like to tease the defense
1: points down to? What would you like
0: to, <laughs> <tease the> <laughs> to, you like to uh I do a friendly As wager Tyler. with
1: you. Yeah. yeah. What do you You say under 8 fantasy points, I'll say well, over I'd say eight. 11. I think 11 good. is the I think 11 is lunch. The... Uh lunch lunch, lunch on the person who loses okay we'll go back to the adams tab tyler you actually want to talk about fantasy huh and the and gibbs montgomery useful backfield split yeah let's do that instead of the washington defense for 18 minutes okay if you pretend that sure. you're uh looking Thanks, for a... tyler sounds
0: good oh here tyler's got my back though
1: under a i was surprised i was surprised that montgomery maybe i'm not going to read too too much into this because i was surprised Uh, that Montgomery played less than uh, got less than 40% of the snaps Gibbs played a lot more than I thought but he deservedly uh, should have you know Gibbs earned that right I just thought it would be the other way around I thought it would be a 60-40 split Montgomery wise this is one of those rare backfields just like the Steelers Nando where both running backs are plug and play guys okay and Gibbs just might be a top 12 RB1 every week going forward, but I don't think Montgomery can be looked at as uh less than that. The Lions schedule these next two weeks is a dream. At home versus the the Bears, and then on Thanksgiving at home versus the Packers. So two games where you could comfortably start Gibbs and Montgomery's top 12 fantasy running backs. Um, I just want to give it another week here and see if Gibbs is like more of gets more of the piece of the pie over Montgomery. I still think that maybe they were trying to ease Montgomery back in after a uh, uh, you know the time off, and I think we'll slowly slowly start to see Montgomery get more touches, especially in the red zone. That was what I was the, the most surprised at was that in the red zone when they got inside the five, Gibbs wasn't coming out for Montgomery. Gibbs got goal line, and, and that's a shock to me. So um, you know, better days ahead. I will say this though: after Amon Ross, St. Brown, and Sam Laporta in this offense. You could comfortably drop Josh Reynolds and Jamison Williams. Now there's just there's not enough to go around oh, man. here. Jamison after... Williams
0: and Calvin Ridley. Uh, Those yeah. two are sticking in my mind as like these. Geez, you know, they, like on what in what part of the multiverse are these guys having great seasons?
1: We're just on that weird one, I think. Uh, nobody's saying. J- I mean, two guys that are having terrible seasons, but, but Jamison Williams isn't like somebody that anybody rely on. Everybody stashed and and kept Jamison Williams thinking that he was going to be the the clear second option in the passing game for the Lions when you know we were drafting him in, in September and when he, once he got off of suspension and he never did and, and it doesn't look like he ever will especially that they brought in Donovan people's Jones who was inactive active last week but listen, the, the amount of touches that Montgomery and Gibbs you know deserves and, and demand, there's not enough for a third option in this past game. And we even saw Sam Laporte take a little bit of a step back this past week. But after after those four guys in this offense, you can't play any Detroit Lions. So, you know, that's um, – I, I have a lot of Reynolds and Jamison Williams on my benches, but I, I might be cutting them loose tonight because they're just, they're just two guys that are going to get a couple targets every week just – be out there, probably play about 50% of the snaps or less, rotate and cut up whatever leftovers those four main Lions let up. But Jared Goff, Nando, I love Packers Jared and Goff, Lions? That's your Thanksgiving game, by the way. Packers, Lions. That's what I just said. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Commanders, Cowboys,
0: 49ers, Seahawks.
1: Yeah, not bad. Not bad of a of a lineup there. Uh it's gonna be fun and a nice change to finally see the Lions have a really good team and, and produce on uh, uh you know and be a favorite and a heavy favorite on Thanksgiving. I don't know if since I, I was feel a like kid, the Barry Sanders games, you know, they were, they were since like, I since good. we were kids, Nando. Yeah. I don't know if the Lions have been uh this good on a Thanksgiving. Commanders of Cowboys I mean, that could be like
0: the coming out party for Sam. Well, why don't we talk? About, why, don't we talk about, hey, Nanda, why don't we talk
1: about? Hey Nando, why don't we talk about Thanksgiving games on next Wednesday's show, the day before Thanksgiving? It's a good idea. Great idea. Okay, how about we talk about this week's games instead? Um, we have about a minute left. We can go yeah, a little longer can. if people want. Yeah, well, your Man. meeting got canceled, so well, I shouldn't have said anything, right? Well, right, we'll I think the Jets I think the Jets going into Buffalo at the right time. This Buffalo team, by the way, I'll forever hate the Buffalo Bills. I'm in a big Survivor League, and I had to take the Bills this past week, and I got eliminated on that absolute crime of a century ending. Uh, this Bills team sucks, and I've been saying it for weeks. I just tried to use them and get them out of the way uh, this last week. I thought at home versus Denver, their season was on the line, and that they can actually – you know, get the win, and then I don't have to worry about using them again. They buried me. I'll forever hate the Buffalo Bills going forward. Oh, come uh, on. But Yeah, I will. I will. They, they got a new just...
0: O.C. They're, they're all... Did you know Joe Brady was on the Bills' Yeah, staff?
1: Yeah, that's crazy. I didn't crazy. know that. Yeah, so and he takes exciting. over as offensive coordinator. I don't know what he's going to change other than the the, the rumors are that, uh, you know, not rumors, but you have to believe that Stefan Diggs is going to be targeted like absolute craziness i don't know if this is the week though because you know sauce gardner most likely to be you know foul, uh on him but going forward Diggs, you could look for him as like a 12 to 15 target every week type of wide receiver Diggs has been a little disappointing uh you know th- this last month whereas the first two months every week he was a wide top three wide receiver so uh this past brady week got a mean, raw
0: brady got a yeah. raw deal I think in Carolina. I mean, like it was like Matt Rule might have been the offensive coordinator, really. And like Brady, how much did he actually do? And then they fired him, and then Rule has gone a little bit later. Like, imagine if that was Steve Wilkes with Brady as his offensive coordinator. That might have been a –
1: Yeah. They might have been like eight
0: and four instead of six and six, right? I'm
1: shocked that the Jets are seven point underdogs in in this game. I don't care how bad their offense is. I don't care how I don't care how bad their offense is defensively, they could go in and this Buffalo offense is a disaster right now. Uh, benching James cook early in that game was a joke. Uh, you saw when he came back in, even though, even though he, he almost, we might never, never have seen James cook again with that long run. When he dropped the ball, when he dropped it and popped right back up into his arms and he took off. If he would have fumbled that away, I don't think we would have saw James cook for weeks, but um you know, I'm
0: over this fumble punishment. This is what happens if you, you punish a guy for fumbling and then you yeah. lose the game at
1: the end because of that. I, I can understand if he if the kid is a fumble every ball. week, every week he fumbles, but he doesn't. You know, it's um it, it was stupid because you know he was so explosive when he got back in the game and running-wise, they could have relied on him for, for three quarters there and probably won the game if they didn't do that. Stupid benching and given you know, meaningless carries to Latavius Murray. So, you know, we'll see. Can I ask you the two questions that I prepared? If they're not stupid, sure.
0: No, they're definitely stupid. Would you rather spend the next week as Travis Kelsey or Ryan
1: Seacrest? So, wow. This is what you think our fantasy audience want to hear.
0: I think they do, actually. Uh, Give us a thumbs up if you do, please. Or thumbs down if you don't. Please don't. But I do think someone would like to know if Chris McCarrow would rather be Travis Kelsey or Ryan Seacrest for a week.
1: Why is Ryan Seacrest? I don't even understand that.
0: Uh, Because they're two different
1: kinds of celebrities.
0: I mean it could be anybody. It could be the weekend. I don't know. Just pick
1: a celebrity. Not Travis Kelsey, because I'm not a Taylor Swift uh, you know, I knew uh, it. I'm not infatuated with her like most people are. So yeah. All right. How about the other one? (laughs) Eagles versus Chiefs on a Monday <laughs> night. How crazy. See, I that. gave you a segue. You're welcome. There you go. Eagles Chiefs game of the year, Monday night. Hopefully it lives up to the billing. Yeah. Um, you know, it's we haven't seen the Eagles I feel like in forever. Two teams coming off their bye, they get an extra day of rest. That's pretty crazy. Um and hopefully this game I was surprised oh, to no. see the total only 45. I you accidentally know, I,
0: banned It's Chuka Baby. How do I undo that?
1: Was banned. Oh wow! Oh man! Nando. I was
0: trying to put his comment up, and it got. Oh
1: I... my god! You banned someone. Oh my god! Nando. It's Chuka baby. I'm sorry. What I a didn't mean dick to. move! What a dick move! Unbelievable! That's really messed up. Yeah. Uh,
0: it's Chuka baby. I'm so sorry.
1: Yeah. What happens with this Bears backfield now that uh, looks like Khalil Herbert is going to finally be back? Another backfield that's all, um, you know, another fifty-fifty split. What happens with that, Nando, while uh, you I'm don't moving. pay How attention? How do I undo and, an accidental ban? Yeah, do, do that now. Moments. That's good. During, yeah, that's good. Do that now. <laughs> that's fun. Nando, does your guy Deontay Foreman? <laughs> yeah. All right. I
0: think he's earned it, right? I mean, hasn't he?
1: I, mean, I guess kind of like, carries.
0: is he old school? Or is he, he's like, he earned the right to keep that job. Or is he like, Rashad Johnson had that job before, so he's our guy.
1: He definitely did. I mean, he's looked really good and he looked good running again last Thursday night. Um, you know, 21 carries. I just can't, uh, you know, a friend asked me this the other day. I just can't see, you know, him playing as good as he has this past month and going from 21 carries to then now playing a backup role. Um, you know, to Khalil Herbert, now that he's healthy, I think the odd man out is Rashawn Johnson. I think Rashawn Johnson is justice Hill pretty much. I think he's the third back, uh, you know, in, in this backfield and maybe See, Deontay Foreman plays the Khalil Gus Herbert. Edwards role and, right. and justice and, and Keaton Mitchell uh, is the Khalil Herbert role. I think they're very similar backfields going forward, but I'd be surprised if Dante Foreman isn't a 50 plus percent snap uh, week in a week out still.
0: Khalil Herbert to me would be like the Michael Carter and it would be Rashawn Johnson. Who's the new guy you brought in. Who's fresh and exciting and Deontay Foreman.
1: I I just don't see teams that just because the starting running back got hurt comes back and it's the third string. Like they just, you know, relegate him. I don't think coaches – coaches lose locker rooms like that. You know, like, oh, this was our starter. And just because a couple other guys outplayed him, you forgot all about him. And, you know, they like to – they most head coaches, like we've talked about, don't let players lose their role on the team because of injury, you know. Now That's what I'm saying. That's what yeah. So God, I feel you
0: know. terrible. It's Chuka, baby. I'm sorry, man. There's no way to reverse it according to Reddit.
1: Oh, look him up on Twitter and send him a note. How about that?
0: I guess I could just write, it's Chuka baby at gmail.com, right?
1: Yeah, sure.
0: If there's anything we could do, maybe we should just give him the $9. I feel terrible.
1: Okay. No.
0: It's really your fault if you would just... Let me put these things up like a normal person
1: instead of telling me. All no, right, to we're losing we're, up. We're, we're losing your focus, so let's wrap up the show. Said, no, Chris no, sent me so, a text. If
0: everybody wants to know, is that don't put any more up from this person? Nah,
1: yeah. Okay. Anyway, I'll hold it up to the screen again. If you Nando. And <laughs> the show, dude.
0: Uh, why you wanted to go long? We got time now. Maybe where can I find
1: a notary in Westfield, New Jersey? It's unbelievable. I'm gonna Google that too. Bring us out. All right, folks, have a great week, 11. We'll be back maybe next week. Who knows? Yeah, but uh, for our totally Thanksgiving back. show, for our Thanksgiving show. and Chris uh, is wearing a
0: – he's going to be dressed as a
1: pilgrim, I think. You promised. Yeah. Me. Oh. Yeah. If the, you'll be dressed right, as a turkey.
0: If, if the commanders score less than 11 fantasy points, and I'll even no. do NFFC scoring, mm-hmm. you have to dress up as a pilgrim for the next show.
1: You said eight, just so you know. Don't yeah, well, not I said I would go on in 11. I'll be trying. The bet was eight. Just so you no, know, that was so 11. Actually, to, Rewind. No, the bet it was eight. Rewind. It, the bet was, we 11. Will. you said eight.
0: I offered eight no. as what I think would happen.
1: Like if I was no. going to bring the 11, line down, it was a joke. No. It was a tease joke. Nah, you don't even, you don't even know what a tease is. I do. Anyway, Nando, uh, love all our listeners. Thanks for tuning in. And, um, thanks for listening on Spotify and Apple. And, uh, We'll see you for Thanksgiving preview next Wednesday. Good luck in week 11. It's Chuka, baby. I'm sorry. We love you.
0: So much. It's not even fun. (laughs) I don't know what's going on with this music either. Okay, bye, everybody.